Hi guys, hope everyone is well. So in this episode, I'm going to jump into how to actually improve your performance in the gym. And uh, this will just involve things you can do inside the gym and things you can do outside the gym to set you up for success. First of all, we update from me. So nearly finished my college course. I've got the last four weeks from now. So yeah, really happy about that. And uh, getting that out the way and just having a bit more time and just... Yeah, dusting it off. To be fair, it's, it's been a relatively easy year in terms of college. Working at home, eh, in terms of doing like college work at home, that kind of eh, works for me. I prefer having my own schedule, having my own time, doing things when I want. Saves me like going into college, waiting about on like individuals turning up, etc., travelling. So, yeah, I've been eh, quite happy with how this year's went. I think the coursework as a whole has been so much easier as well. We've had like eh, so much taken out. So, yeah, quite happy with it. No complaints in that aspect. Solid week of training as well. Uh, I've been taking progressions. Most movements, most sessions, everything seems to be clicking the now. I've not got a headache at the moment. It seems to be, yeah, it seems to be alright. I, I did get seen to the doctors. They said I, sh I should be fine. As long as it doesn't keep coming back because... It could cause obviously other problems like if your head sore every time you train then it could lead to other like issues with your head so yeah let's just hope it stays at bay but uh, I've found the trigger obviously with the split squats and um, just making sure my breathing's nailed and just keeping on top of it resting when I know like I need to and it seems like any time I've got like a really severe tightness in like my upper back from like deadlifting that's when it comes on like it's always when I've got some sort of tightness for some reason so I just know I need to keep on top of that and it should be all good so jumping into the podcast first thing I want to touch on on how to improve your performance is nutrition so nutrition plays a big big part in your performance uh, and the reason being is if we make sure we go into the gym fueled effectively, we'll perform well. Whereas if we don't, we just go into the gym after barely eating, having a pack of Skittles, let's say at 12 o'clock, going to the gym at 3, we're probably not going to perform the best. So yeah, my top tip is make sure you're eating around the workout window. So not only will this help you perform well and recover, and as a result perform well in future sessions, but it will mean you'll probably get less sore and recover quicker. So yeah. You don't really have to overcomplicate this, to be honest. Obviously, I could say, oh, have this amount of fat, this amount of carbohydrates, this amount of protein. What I'd recommend is just have a healthy meal with protein in it. So, it doesn't take a genius to know what a healthy meal is. Just have a source of protein, if that's protein powder or what, and have some carbohydrates. So, carbohydrates are our body's main source of energy. So, doesn't really matter an awful lot what you're getting them from. If it's oats, if it's... Uh, rice if it's bread if it's god knows what just anything really if it's toast so just get anything in that digests and sits well with you so what i mean by this is you don't feel bloated during your session you don't feel like you have to run to the bathroom mid-session because you've got digestive issues so just have something that sits well and you feel like you can perform well on so there's nothing worse than like eating before a workout and just feeling it in your stomach especially when you're like training lower body so yeah just make sure it's digesting well and then you're sorted uh, and just stick to that have something boring after make it a routine and ideally make it make it sustainable so if you have to spend half an hour cooking your post-workout that's probably not going to be sustainable if 
you are quite a busy person, you do things, like you socialise quite a lot, so have something you can maybe take on the go. So if that's a squares bar and a protein shake, if you can do that consistently, have at it. There's no issues with that. Uh, personally, pre-workout, I have cereal. And post-workout, I have cream of rice, uh, which is basically like ground rice mixed with protein powder. And it means I don't really have to cook before and after my session. So if it does happen, I'm in college. Or if it does happen, I'm in a rush. I don't really have to sit and prepare my food a lot because it's already done and just have to eat it. And uh, as for nutrition, next up is make sure you're consuming enough calories. So if you're in a calorie deficit, you're basically, oh, don't, it sounds, sounds worse than it is, but you're slowly starving your body of energy. So you've, you're having less energy than your body needs to maintain your current body weight. So that's not ideal for performance. Doesn't mean you can't progress in the gym. Uh, it doesn't mean you won't make progress, but it does mean that you're not in the ideal spot to perform well. So bear that in mind. So that's a good reason not to spend a ton of time in a calorie deficit all the time. Because you're not actually going to perform well most of the time if you're in a calorie deficit most of the time. Uh, and as a result, you'll make less progress. Simple as that. So bear that in mind. Also with nutrition, what I'd recommend is salt your food as well. So salt plays a big part in just making sure we're hydrated and they're electrolyte balanced. So yeah, make sure you're salting your meals. Uh, if you want a rough ballpark of how much you should salt your meals, salt it to taste. That's plenty. Uh, and that should do the job perfectly. I have... No, sorry. Uh, I personally have two grams of pink lemon salt and one gram of... Uh, low salt which is just low sodium salt on every meal but you don't have to be that meticulous with it if you're a beginner then you don't have to go from not eating before you train to having two grams of this salt one gram of that salt just have a nice balanced meal eh, and yeah salt it simple as that and next up hydration so coming off salt which plays a part in hydration you should also make sure you're having enough water before you're training so this depends when you train, obviously, how much you should consume, but especially if you're training in the morning, make sure you're consuming water before your session. So definitely don't go into a session dehydrated because I believe if you go and train dehydrated, your performance can literally drop like quite a, quite a decent amount. I don't know off the top of my head, but I read something about it. It can drop quite a lot, even if like you're just dehydrated ever so slightly. So yeah, make sure you're hydrated. Uh, and this can be simply done by just getting to the routine of drinking water. So let's say you train at, oh, most people probably don't train in the mornings because they work. So let's say you train at six o'clock. So then what you could do, drink 500 ml when you get up. And then if you, let's say you work at an office, just an example, have like a one liter bottle of water and make sure you drink two of them or one of them like before you finish work. And if you have a routine with how much water you drink, it'll mean there's less margin for error. You'll more likely be hydrated and there's, yeah, just less chances of you being dehydrated. And then if you've got a routine with it, you can then assess from there if it's not working. For example, if you feel really dehydrated, if your pee is like the colour of Coke, then you might think, oh, I might have to drink more water. And as far as what colour it should be, anything from a... I don't think it has to be clear, but definitely shouldn't be really dark. So 
just a very light yellow colour is probably a good spot to be in. Uh, simple as that. So yeah, just make sure you're not dehydrated going to your sessions or your performance will definitely suffer. Uh, and next up is sleep. So sleep, extremely important if you want to perform well. I guarantee if you manage to have an hour of sleep every night, an hour of sleep extra that is, not an hour of sleep, I wouldn't recommend that, then your performance will definitely skyrocket. You'll just go into the gym, you'll feel like the weight's just easier to lift, simple as that. I feel like you don't have to for like force the progressions as much, if that makes sense. The progressions are just there, in a way. So yeah, sleep's massively important. Uh, anything from 7 to 9 hours is a good place to be. And I wouldn't really suggest anything less. But uh, if you can get 9, that is absolutely excellent. That's what I aim for myself. And I can definitely tell the difference. If I have a, if I have like a bad week of sleep, my performance just isn't as great. I don't really get the progressions that I want. Some exercises, I don't progress. Whereas if my sleep's nailed for a week, everything just, just goes up in terms of how much weight I lift or how much reps I do most of the time. Obviously, there's some scenarios where it doesn't, but for the most part, it does. Uh, so, I'm not going to jump into how to improve your sleep, uh, but I'll do that in a future episode because it's something I'm passionate about and I'm quite interested in, and I've got an absolute ton of things you can do to improve your sleep, just from reading up on it, uh, listening to podcasts on it, reading books on it. It's something that interests me a lot, actually. Uh, so, next up is stress. So, stress basically puts us in a parasympathetic, no sorry, a sympathetic state. So a sympathetic state is, in other words, our fight or flight state. So when we're all like eh, alert, amped up, eh, and in olden days pretend like eh, you're getting chased by a saber-toothed tiger, you're not in that position digesting your food well, you're not recovering well. Your body's main concern is just to not get killed. So you're not going to do the processes that it takes to recover effectively. They're going to come to a halt. And that basically what happens when you're stressed about deadlines at work, you're stressed about money, you're stressed about anything really, just being tight for time. So we should limit that as much as possible because our body doesn't know the difference from like a stress from training or a stress from like uh, having to pay for your car insurance let's say so what i mean by this is it eats up your stress it eats up how much you can do in the gym if you're stressed outside the gym it eats up how much you can recover so obviously there's so much you can do to limit your stress some some people obviously have careers that are stressful so you can do a limited amount but there is definitely things everyone can do if it's planning their day a bit earlier not laying in bed for an extra 10 minutes which causes them to rush to work uh, shout and get raging in traffic and then running to work being five minutes late and being worried about your boss giving you a lot of grief for it so yeah just plan out your day a bit Make sure you've got enough time to do everything and get everything you want done. And uh, I think having an element of routine to your day will just stop you stressing. That's something I'm extremely big on and I think there's a lot of benefit from it. Uh, so yeah, that's how you can reduce your stress. So obviously some supplementation you can get to reduce your stress, but unless you're nailing that, then I don't think there's a need to supplement. I think there's, uh, you're kind of 
there's, there's no point if you're not even going to take small actions to reduce your stress, in my opinion. So next up, intra-workout. So intra simply means during your workout. And what I mean by intra-workout is you can have something to drink intra-workout that can help you recover and perform well. So obviously if you have something that helps you recover, it's not going to be... It's not going to directly influence your performance, but it will help you recover faster. So you're in a great spot to perform well for your future sessions. So in my intro workout, so what I drink during my sessions is essential amino acids. What they are, so basically what protein is made up of. All proteins made up of amino acids in different sequences. And amino acids basically give, are the building blocks of protein and yeah, building blocks of like, what your muscle, it's what your muscle requires to build muscle, if that makes sense, and recover your muscle. So, I recommend uh, if you want to take them, ten grams is fine. Ideally, you want to look for three grams of leucine from them. Uh, and what that simply does, uh, I've not really looked into this in a while, so let's hope my let's hope my knowledge is up to scratch. So, I believe they help uh, increase or spike muscle protein synthesis so basically stop you being in a catabolic state so stops your muscles breaking down and increases muscle protein synthesis so basically long story short it makes you less sore simple as that and uh, as for what else I take I take cyclic dextrin carbohydrate powder and what this simply is it's kind of like it's basically the same thing as rice but the difference is it's already digested uh, or or broken down in other words and you don't have to digest it during your session and you don't want to have to digest something during your session. The reason being is if you have food in your stomach during your session then your your body's more concerned about digesting the food than it is having the blood in your muscles so it will just mean there's less blood in your muscles so there's less nutrients getting delivered to your muscles. You'll probably not perform as well Simple as that, and you'll feel rubbish during your workout, as I commented on earlier. So, yeah, I recommend, uh, if you want to have cyclic dextrin, like a carbohydrate powder, just 25 grams is probably spot on for most people. Uh, and what that does is that basically helps give you... Uh, what I like to look at is, it's just an insurance policy to ensure you've got carbohydrates in your system for the full session. And what I find is, during the end of your session, it stops your performance dropping off, and I feel like it just keeps, eh, uh, just keeps energy high during the whole session, if that makes sense. And because sometimes towards the end of your session, you can feel like you don't get as good pumps, your energy drops off, whereas that kind of prevents it. And I believe that also has a a role of increasing insulin. Or spiking muscle protein synthesis, I really can't remember. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I do. Uh, but yeah, all I know is it's effective to take, uh, intro workout just from my experience and also looking up on it. And lastly is a electrolyte powder. I'm not gonna ramble on about this too much because I've already rambled on about the two other things I take intro workout. So electrolytes, what they do basically is keep you hydrated during your session so just because you drink tons of water doesn't mean you're hydrated when you drink water you actually wash electrolytes out your body so it's important to also consume them and again just with having like so before your workout and throughout the day this also helps you stay hydrated so if you don't want to spend money on electrolytes you can just put 
salt in your intro workout it sounds minging but if you're having essential amino acids then if you put three grams of salt in you can't really taste it it doesn't really taste too minging uh, so yeah that's a good cheaper alternative if you don't want to bother with an electrolyte powder and next up i'm going to talk about is caffeine so caffeine is something that's called a stimulant if you consume caffeine what happens is your sympathetic nervous system is uh, basically increased whatever you want to call it and as a result your heart rate goes up your blood pressure may increase temporarily which isn't really a problem it isn't really unhealthy unless it's in uh, an excessive amount and what this can help do is just increase your performance in the gym uh, research basically indicates as far as i'm aware it can increase your like muscular endurance from having a higher pain tolerance which is one way it increased your performance and I believe it can just help you lift slightly heavier loads. So this doesn't mean you need caffeine or you should be dependent on it. You can definitely make a ton of progress without it. I've not been taking it for the last two weeks because of my head. Just due to it being sore and basically I don't think having my blood pressure and heart rate elevated will help my head as it usually gets triggered when my heart rate's really high and then I get like a pounding sensation which feels like my like, blood beating out of the back of my head so yeah you definitely don't need it and I wouldn't advise it if you train like after two o'clock reason being is it can disrupt sleep I'm not going to jump into that I'll stick to how to improve your performance but it's basically counterproductive to improving your performance because if you're taking that your sleep will decrease and as I said sleep plays a massive part in you being able to perform well so yeah, as for pre-workout routine, that's something else that I like to have just to make sure you perform on the gym. So it might sound silly, you might think how's having a routine before my session going to help me. But having being routine with how much water you drink, being routine with what food you eat, being routine with what you wear to the gym, it all adds up. If it's a placebo effect, so what the placebo effect is shown to make such a big difference to your performance. So I like to just have everything basically the exact same every time I train, as crazy as it sounds. So I'll wear the same jumper to the gym. I do the same thing. I listen to the podcast to the gym and uh, put music on when I'm nearly there. Uh, so having just a structure and routine before you train, training at the same time and like I always feel the same going into a session uh, and everything's always nailed so my hydration's nailed my sleep's the same uh, I train at the same time so I just know how I'm going to feel going into a session and if it's a placebo effect or what I just I'm confident going into a session that I'll have a good session just from everything being nailed I know what I'm having before my workout's going to sit well with me so I'm not going to have a have a poor session due to just feeling bagged up like I said earlier so I recommend everyone has one. It can make such a difference. It can just help you flip the switch and just get into a better state and a better mood going into your session as well. Not only from uh, like the placebo effect, like I said, but just having like a routine like playing music just to get you in the zone and they uh, get you motivated to train as much as you shouldn't rely on motivation. And then uh, next is training environment. So I strongly believe that this is something very valuable. Uh, with your training environment, I think if you're in a environment with people better than you and people that are, let's say, training at a higher standard than you, it will affect your ability to train, perform and, yeah, just how you go into your sets, how you tr how hard you train. Because if you're surrounded by people better than you, 
that's this that's the level of standard that there is so you want to meet that standard uh, and something else is you'll probably have less limitations on yourself for example uh, if not dig at folk who go to pure gym but if you go to pure gym uh, there's not a lot of people that oh, I don't I don't really know to be honest I don't go but <laughs> this is just me making a observation or a guess I don't think there's a lot of really high performance athletes at pure gym just due to not being that sort of environment and not being centered around them. As a result, there's probably just folk who like to do a session now and then, get a bit of exercise and like to have a bit of a bit of a social occasion. Uh, which nothing wrong with it, I'm not saying there is, but you're probably not gonna be you're not gonna be held to as high a standard with your training. You're probably not gonna have as much people to look up to. It's probably not gonna be that motivating an environment. Uh, you probably might not be comfortable absolutely exerting yourself as much as possible just due to the environment. Uh, whereas if you train at like a gym with a lot of like high high caliber athletes or a lot of like big people who are stronger than you, bigger than you, that's what you'll set your standard as. You won't give limitations on yourself about how much weight you can lift because you're every day surrounded by people who are bigger and stronger than you. So I think that plays a massive part on your ability to progress. So, uh, yeah, I recommend putting yourself in an environment that levels you up and not anchors you down, for sure. And another thing to improve your performance going on to what you can do in the gym is taper your warm-up. So, I'm not sure if uh, you follow my Instagram, but I've commented on this in the past, how I warm up is when I warm up, the higher the load I lift, the less reps I do on my warm-up. For example, if I'm benching 100 kilos, I'll go in, let's say I'll uh, do 10 reps with the bar, then I'd put uh, two 10s on, so I'll be lifting 40 kilos, then I'll do 8 reps with that, then I could put, no sorry, wait, I'll do like 6 reps with 40, and then I'll do, then I'll do, let's say, 2 reps with 60, and then another 2 with 80, and then I'll do my set with 100 kilos. And what this means is, I'll be able to warm up my muscles by doing like the lower the lower load for higher reps. Same with the other sets. And I'll be able to prime my muscles to handle that load. I'll expose them to the weight similar to it. I'll taper the weight up. And what that will mean is I'll be able to, yeah, like I said, be exposed to that weight, be warm, have a lot of blood flowing to my muscles without fatiguing my muscles. So if I've done a set of 80 for 10 and then 100 for 10, the AA is quite a heavy weight depending on, if I'm doing a 10 rep set, it's quite heavy for a warm up. So that will probably take away from my performance on my set of 100. So what I mean by this is this will decrease your performance and your warm up sets, they're not going to contribute to how much muscle you can gain. Let's be honest. So if you do a set of 80 with 10, you're kind of just fatiguing your muscles for no reason. And you don't really need to do that, in my opinion, if you've done tons of other warm-up sets. So if you do a set of 2, you'll be exposed to a heavy-ish weight, but you won't fatigue your muscles, so I recommend doing so. I think that's extremely important to maximise the amount of weight you can lift, because if I warmed up with sets of 10 going into like my squat, I'd be absolutely knackered by the time I'd done my like, working set. Uh, and... Next up is rest periods, so rest periods, I'm not going to spend too long on this because 
I have seen it spoke, being spoken about quite a lot, but rest periods, you should rest as long as it takes to perform well your second set. If you're resting two minutes and then going into your other set, still fatigued, still not feeling like you can perform well and performing poor due to that, then you're shooting yourself in the foot. So take as long as you need to rest and perform your best in your second set because at the end of the day, what are you trying to tax? You're not trying to tax your cardiovascular system, you're trying to tax your muscles. Therefore, taking short rest periods is counterproductive to actually growing muscle or improving your strength. You should rest as long as you need until you know you can definitely perform well on your set. And as for last thing I want to comment on is music. So, uh, nothing much to say about this. Just music can help you get in the zone, be motivated, uh, and channel your energy towards your set, and uh, perform well. So, yeah, simple as that. Get a playlist that you like that helps you perform well, get shamped up for your sets, and uh, that should help you perform well in the gym. So, if anyone's got any suggestions on what episodes they want to see, please just give me a message on Instagram or any other platforms I am on. Uh, and yeah, hope you've enjoyed this and any questions on any of the topics I have covered or anything else you want to dive into further, then please just ask and thanks for listening.